This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to the Live Your Spa Life Show. Spa Life is where accomplishment and harmony coexist. Now, here's your host and Spa Life curator, Diane Halfman. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Seek Power Always, where we are accessing that inner wisdom to stand more deeply in your power with a feminine flair. I am so thrilled to introduce to you my special guest today, which is Joyce Buford. She also hosts her own podcast called Second Wind with Joyce, and she focuses on women transitioning through life. This is going to be so great to be talking about as we're standing in our power because Joyce knows what it's like to you know, experience loss and transition herself. And she has really focused on her book about effortless happiness, where we're going to be talking about that a little bit later. And she has been personally mentored by Jack Canfield and has coached thousands of people. So Joyce, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, That's fun. Oh, it's so great to have you here. You know, we've talked so much about women transitioning and, you know, the fears that come up around that. I want to jump in about not only we're going to get to your story and your defining moment, but I want to start with, there's a lot of fear in transition that comes up. And I think women have a challenge standing in their power when fear comes into play. So is that part of the fear and the transition and things that you went into? Why is it that you felt it was important to, to write your book and what led you on this path? Well, I think going through divorce is one of the most fearful things you can do. It's like all of a sudden you make this major decision and your whole world is shaken. I mean, nothing is the same after you go through the actual transition. So I don't know, in my own journey, I thought it was so powerful and so deep. It just rocked my world. And so I just felt really called to help others move through that time. That's how my second, my podcast came about, Second Wind. It's all about women that are inspiring other women to know there's another side. There's another side. There's always a better side to divorce. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about like your title, about effortless happiness. Like, how is it that 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 title called to you and how it's like, that sounds like a great concept. How is Mm -hmm. it that you actually bring it into your life? Well, I think the place we start with our effortless happiness is by understanding who we are. So effortless happiness is wrapped around identifying those values that are yours and recognize them. Once you recognize them, once you identify them, recognize them, then you incorporate them into your life. In other words, if you know you like this particular thing, if you know you like to hang out with honest people, then hang out with honest people and don't make excuses to hang out with the people that are jerks. (laughs) In other words, (laughs) focus your life where you really feel happy. So you have happiness, you're experiencing it. And that's what I think way too many women never even think about finding their values, identifying their values. So that was really, it was very important to me when I went through the practice and that's why I wrote the book. Right. So it's actually a workbook to help somebody move through that, that right. identifying their core 
values. Well, and we need to have tools like this, right? Because unless you're faced with something, you don't really know exactly where to turn and to make that happen. And I wholeheartedly agree with you about having your values and have your values be a reflection. It's a compass that we use in our life to really Definitely. show us how we're going to, to go. Now, wow. you know, the subtitle of your book here, looking at you know finding your voice and finally asking for what you want. Asking mm-hmm. seems to be some of a tricky thing for women. You know, they're such givers and doers. You know, how do you feel like you can more powerfully stand in your ask and make that happen? Well, one of the ways is that if you're confident in who you are, if you know your values, that's one way of identifying who you are. So you, the more you can know about you, the more you can appreciate yourself, the more confidently you're going to stand up and say, I want this in my life. This is how I want my life to look, how I want my life to go. And so once you have that confidence, I think that's the key to standing up and asking for what you want. Right, absolutely. And again, talking about to get to that powerful state and to be more fierce and really stand in who you are, you've got Mm -hmm. to have some tools that help you more easily move through fear. What are some Mm -hmm. of those tools for you? You're going to laugh because some of them are kind of strange, but I do like to put myself in positions that really call up my fear. I'm going to use the one I just went to workshop and I've finished, the firewalk. That's a situation, it's not normal, right, that people want to walk on fire, nor can find them. But, you know, Tony Robbins has that at the end of his workshops. This was another lady that I went to her workshop. But it's putting yourself in positions where you have to face fear. And what is more fearful than physical harm? So, and it's after you've gone through the walk and you you experience all the fear when you look at those embers and you think, oh my. But it's more about, I made the decision, I make the decision to walk across these embers. I know they will not burn me. And I get on the other side and they haven't. And that is to me a powerful impact for me. Right. We all have to find the one that really calls to our our fear. But it's a powerful impact that says, if I can do that, then I can stand up and do a speech for 500 people. I can go ask somebody for a loan. I can go to whatever I want to do. I can go back to college, whatever the desire is. Right. It's facing that fear. So I put myself in fearful positions sometimes just to reinforce that I can overcome fear. Right. This is such a great example and such a great tool. I've I've done this myself. I've done, you know, the fire walk. I've walked on I've walked on glass as well. You know, oh yeah. Broken glass. I mean, yes. all these different things. And a lot of people think that, you know, that might be crazy. However, you know, even when I was just with the police department, I was constantly putting myself in harm's way, in fear. Yes. And I didn't oh, yeah. back then look at it as a tool, but I realized that that was that as well as things in, in personal development type classes, by putting myself in those situations, it was like building a muscle at the gym, right? Oh, Where yeah. once you had one thing under your belt, it's like, okay, I can do that. Then what else can I do? And when you keep pushing the envelope on that, it really does become this mirror of fortifying you know, your faith and mm-hmm. your, your expansion of what it is that you can do. And I think that's a really great tool to be able to use to get past your fear because when you are confronted with physical fear, Mm 
then the emotional fears and you know the the spiritual and mental fears can mm-hmm. be less impactful. And you've got a, a path that you can walk in with it. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's really important. Along the same lines with fear, you talk about shifting your fear around around words, right? Mm-hmm. And how you mm-hmm. use your words. Talk a little bit more about that. Well, you can say if you're preparing to do something that uh, I'm going to use the example of going on stage, and we know that that speaking in front of a large group, small group, whatever, we all face fear. What if I fail? What if I make a mistake? What if I make a fool of myself? And so if we can change that experience, it's not I'm fearful, I'm anxious, I'm, but I'm excited about being out there. I'm excited about sharing this. It's a different energy around yeah. saying, I'm excited, I can do this. It's not I'm afraid or I'm fearful. I'm, it's just, um, I don't know, for me, it changes the whole experience. Absolutely. Well, and this is a great, you know, exercise for our listeners, you know, to you know, try on the different emotions and notice what's happening in your body. I mean, when you actually get yourself into, if you can even think about a fearful thing, where yes. does that register in your body? Is that something in your gut? Does it feel like in your heart? Are you, you know, yes. what, what's happening? And then what other positive word that you can say that actually has those same sensations in the same part yes. of your body? And you can start doing what they call transference, right? Ah, start yes. utilizing those yes. in a different way, which is so great, right? It's uh-huh. just you're interpreting in a different way. Same thing happening in our body, but what yeah. we're calling it can be something different. So, that's how we can kind of get ahead of the fear where we are actually leading it and we're actually directing it. So they're actually using it as a force to move forward than just keeping us back and, and having that happen. Yeah. So I, I love how you're, you're incorporating this with, you know, with your clients and in yourself and your life. And I'd love to know too, because you know, a lot of times we think of this as just being in uh, you know, our work life, but how is it that you plan life with work and play? Like, how are you putting those things together uh, so that you can be you know, more powerful in your life and be more intentional with your life? I believe that if we're not living the life that we love, then we're not happy. And so for me, for me, I always start with trips because that's one thing I love to do is travel. So when I look at my calendar, I make sure I have two trips a year. So I place those first and then I go back with my work and I fit my work in around those. So I'm first off starting with excitement about my choices, where I'm going, what I'm doing. And then I plan my work. Work is fun too. But I must have that other side. If we don't put that in first, it may not happen. <laughs> so, right. Because work can, be, work can be very demanding. But we do fill in with both. I love to teach. I love to coach. I love to do all that and do the podcast. But you have to put that um, side that's easy to cancel in first. Right. And realize it does have value. Absolutely. And are these things, I know you're the, you know, the proud mother of Chris and Lauren. Is this something that you put your children in as part of that in there? Do they you know, embrace that as well? And how, do you, how does that work as a family? We do not. We occasionally travel together, but not very much. My children are adults and they pretty well have their own life. And their choices of vacation places are not my choices of vacation places. 
<laughs> so I allow them to be who they are and they allow me to be my crazy self as well. But we do spend time locally and holidays and things. So Right, right. But that's something you plan for, right? Yes. I mean, it's, it's part of that, you know, the, the joy that you have with your family and, and making that happen. I just had a weekend away, you know, with uh, with my youngest daughter and it's like we got to spend that time together. And, and I absolutely agree with you when it comes to our calendar, you've got to put those things that you value and you love and, and that you actually look forward to because, yes. you know, there's different times and we've talked about, I, I don't believe there's, there's an actual balance in your life. It's you want to create harmony, right? Where you know, you can have different streaks of things that are happening where maybe you need to focus more on your business at time, but then there's some harmony where you bring in the flow. And sometimes when you're like, you know, really focusing on those aspects of your business and you can look and go like, oh, and three more weeks is that vacation that's coming up or, you know, there's that fun getaway. And, and I don't think it yeah. should be just twice a year that you have these great things to look forward to. I would venture to say that that, uh, you know, that finding of, of that effortless happiness is the things that you put into your life on a daily basis or on a weekend sure. or the more frequent type things with that. Uh, so is that part of your, your formula that you do is you look at what it looks like in a day as well as a week and long-term? Yes, those trips are major trips. So they get in there first. They're trips to Jordan and Israel because I want to go see there and I've wanted to go for years. So they have to go first because I have to arrange them. But yes, I think life has to be continuous, full of good things. I enjoy music. I'm always attending music events as well as singing in choirs. So yeah, I think those are always important to incorporate. That's what makes life worth living, really, for me. For me. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Now, Joyce, I know that you specialize particularly in loss. You know, there's a lot of transitions in life, but loss is one of the things that, that you specialize in the most. For a woman that's listening today, who is in a place of of loss and you know literally not really knowing what to do different there's there's life as it was and now there's been a big transition and there's loss and she's just in it yeah what, what would you speak to her about today what what is it that she needs to hear well i i really want her to know there is there is joy and new life after the loss Yes, she must go through the grieving stages. Now, we're talking about the loss of a marriage or the loss of a mate, and which spoke the losses of mates, but, but in a different way. And so the loss, I mean, she has to be willing to go through it. Just like when I had cancer, I, had, I forgot all about the loss part. And it, it took a toll on me afterwards. Now, that to me is a loss as well. So... Everyone will go through that loss phase differently. There is no rule. (laughs) Everybody is unique to themselves. And so the main thing is I want them to know they can create a whole new them. They can go in different directions from where they've been, and most of them will. And it's going to be fun and glorious on the other side. So something to look for, not fear and stay forever in. It's not their only story. They will create another story. Right. Full of life. Yes. Yeah. I I love that. I love that because, you know, sometimes when we know only what we know and what has been our path up until this point, 
we maybe don't see the the next trajectory or what that looks like. Um, right. and, and with that, I know you look at that there's defining moments. And those defining moments, uh, I'm not sure if that happens at the moment of loss. That could maybe happen right before, right after. I mean, there's different times that could really be part of what would be a defining moment. Share a little bit about your defining moment and how that kind of fueled you on your path and, and how that can support our listeners. Well, my defining moment was really, really realizing that my marriage was over. And I found it out in a very unusual way in that my husband at that time had gone off to retreat and he came home and, and there were some results of his visit. And so there was a drawing on the um, paper that he put up in his study and it talked about lines. There was my my son's line, and it went all the way to the right. My daughter's line, it went all the way to the right. And then my line stopped in the middle on the piece of the paper. To me, that meant change. And it meant change in the marriage. And I don't know if I've explained that very clearly, Diane, because, <laughs> but for me, that was a defining moment because it was like, Life is coming, is changing for you. And it also shared the fact that he was also of the same mind. So to me, it was just, it changed everything. And from then I knew my life was changing. So I think defining, we all have defining moments and we all have multiple defining moments. But some are more memorable. Some hit us harder. Some shake our world. And it's those defining moments that shake our world that we have our most growth from. And so look at me today. I mean, I'm living a life of what I really was meant to do, which is teach, music, travel. It's all of that. Not to mean I don't love my children, because I certainly do. And they're an important part of my life. But I would not have been propelled into this career and I'm not experienced divorce. Right. Well, and I think what's so powerful about your defining moment is that as powerful it was and as impactful it is, it was actually something very simple, right? Mm. I mean, it oh, was yeah. like a, a light, you know, a black and white, literally by seeing a line that became uh-huh. a reflection of what this is, which, you know, unless you were conscious of that being the triggering thing, that could actually be lost by some people where you could have just looked at it and kept going and not really think as much about it or start having the internal subconscious reactions of that, of feeling sadness or out of sorts or things working and not necessarily tying it to that moment. So I think it's important for women who are going through something who maybe have something, you know, what maybe would even seem offhandedly. And then they're having reactions that are shifting their life in powerful ways. And they actually may even feel some guilt or shame to go, why did I let this quote simple thing throw me off so much to track because it can be something that simple that is really just an indicator of life is shifting, life is changing. And just like we were looking at the emotions that change our fear, the emotions also change our experience of going through the loss and the change and the things that are happening as well. So I think that's something that's so powerful about your story. Wow, thanks. But there is also, you know, we go through women particularly will feel the discomfort, feel the sadness of the situation. Mm -hmm. And it was the impactful of seeing that visual on the wall that really kind of said, I'm on, 
okay, this is it. This is my defining moment. This says that that sadness I've been living in has got to stop. Right. Yeah. You're right. Women will overlook it. We'll stay in. We are so hard. We are tough. We will stay there as long as we can. Right, right. Well, and that's where we really, you know, and this is part of where this podcast came from about, you know, seeking power always. We have that within us at all times. No matter what's happening outside, we have that internal compass that we can always check in because, you know, when we reflect back, there seems to be always something, whether it's that little intuition, you know, twitch, whether it was something in our heart, in our stomach, you know, something in our mind, something triggered us because we are that powerful. We have that awareness. It's just whether or not we listen to it and we step into it and have that happen. So I think it's important to have this conversation so that women start becoming more aware of how they are being and how they're showing up in the world and, and what that looks like. And standing in their power doesn't mean that they're giving up being, you know, feminine. It actually, is power with a feminine flair. I, I love yeah. that kind of balance that they can be part of it. It's what that is for you and defining that for yourself. Right. So I, I love that so much. And I think part of defining who you are comes to your space. And one of the things I always like to ask my guests is, because I think there's something powerful about what we create in our space, is mm-hmm. what is your favorite room in your home and why? Hmm. I particularly like in this home, the openness of it. Uh, it allows me to see the world outside, bring it inside. It also um, is filled with beautiful artifacts that give me pleasure. That is one of my values. I love being around beauty. So I'd have to say it's my living room because it's big and it's got favorite things of mine. Oh, I love that. I think that you know, what you have in your space really, you know, is part of, of your happiness quotient, right? You know, yes. about that effortless happiness when you walk through a certain room and something actually brings a smile to your face, that's created a space that is actually part of your experience of your day. And I think that that mm-hmm. is, is powerful in itself. So mm-hmm. Joyce, I know people are going to want to connect with you deeply. And I know that you've got something to share with our audience. Would you like to give that? Yes, I would like to offer to anybody that would like to visit with me a strategy session that they can, and I'm going to give them my telephone number. It's 903-520-0418. I would love for them to call me and I would share a 30-minute strategy session with them. So if they want to just check me out, they can go to Second Wind with Joyce which is my podcast. I also have a Facebook page. And then also Joyce Buford in Powers is my website. So you can learn more about Joyce and what she's doing there. Perfect. That sounds good. And we will also put in the show notes, uh, you know, ways to get connected with you and mm-hmm. to have that on there, which, which will be really, really, really great. So I know we're going to be rounding off here. We could probably talk all afternoon. Is there any final thoughts or anything you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, Diane, I so respect you. I loved having you on my podcast as well. And I just, you are everything that we say woman in power is. I mean, you are just, you're following your passion. You've lived such an, an interesting life. And I just be, I'm thrilled that you asked me to be on your show so that I could be part of your show. And uh, it's just a great, I'm so happy we met. Really. Uh, it was a great you, pleasure. 
Yeah. Great pleasure to be here. Oh, thank you so much. It's so great to have you here. And I love having women on the show who are just so courageous. Like you have to share, you know, your path. A lot of times women will go internal and not want to share, you know, the parts that aren't so shiny, right? But that is part of why we're here, right? Is to have that aspect with it. So I appreciate uh, you being open and you stepping into your gifts and sharing your story and being there for everyone. So definitely to our listeners, you know, connect with Joyce, check her out, you know, take her up on, on her call. To, to really, especially if you're in transition, uh, to really connect with her with that. Uh, yeah. And then as always, we look here at what is happening in your life, what is supporting you, what's not supporting you. And so I would also, I always like to give here at the end of my show, you know, my quiz, the Life Reset uh, quiz. You can go to liferesetquiz.com. That will also be in the show notes. That gives you a pulse in just a few moments to know what's working and what's not working in your life. So we're giving you all of these tools to be able to support you. And whether you see this maybe on Facebook or you know on iTunes or there's a lot of different places you might see this please put into the comments what is it one takeaway that you had here and you know tag both Joyce and myself if you've got a question for us we're here to support you uh, so definitely engage with us uh, if you know someone that you know that this would speak to their heart please share it you know we're all here to help each other out and to get our messages out and that's how we get to step into our voice is to share it with each other so please share this podcast Podcast. Please connect with us. And remember, as always, live your spa life. Seek that power within you because you have it. Thank you so much for enjoying your time here with us as we've enjoyed you. Thank you. Thank Bye you, Diane. Your host and spa life curator, Diane Halfman, wants you to know you can download her free guide to start living your spa life right now. Go to dianehalfman.com and click on the link for the nine secrets to step into your spa life. Now, live your spa life where accomplishment and harmony coexist. You know what drives me crazy? When business owners believe that just because they're not on stage speaking, they don't need stage presence. Stages come in all shapes and sizes. You're on the stage when you're in a boardroom, talking to a prospect, or introducing yourself and your company. I invite you to join me on a free educational webinar called How to Triple Your Income Through Speaking. Learn the critical ingredients to make impact and income on any type of stage. Go to speakersuccessformula.com and grab your spot now. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you, to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. This is the EWN Radio Network. 